0: Casting fee and the opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio.
1: Good morning. Good morning, Greenwich. Welcome to Fashion Friday. Got a great show for you today. We're talking about the Met Ball that just happened. In case you haven't heard, the Met Ball is basically the Super Bowl of the fashion industry. It's the biggest fundraiser of the year in the fashion industry. Uh, It's for the Costume Institute Gala. So this is to raise funds for um, that part of the museum. And uh, it's basically attendees are the most famous faces in fashion and film and music and art. It's always co-chaired by Anna Wintour the fashion goddess. Uh, And then she usually has other co-chairs helping her out. And so this year it was Amal Clooney, Rihanna, and Donatella Versace. So let's get started right there. First of all, this red carpet is a true red carpet. And not only, not just in color, but the grandioso of it. I mean, it is. Now, first of all, imagine the Met steps. So we've got the steps to start. And then we've got this, huge, it looks like they tent it. I've never gone. I have to, maybe I'll go next year. I'm usually, I was away this year. Um, they tent off, it looks like they tent off a section of the steps. So you can only see f- from the outside up into a certain point unless you're in the tent. And it looks like then there are some, bushes like topiary boxwood bushes type guardian and it looks like they get dropped off and then they walk the carpet and go up the steps and it looks like then they're under the tent that's what it looks like to me this is definitely you can't see it's definitely tented they're under something and that's where all the pictures happen that's where the famous over-the-shoulder picture by all the girls wearing the long trains and that's where it happens and then they go into the museum and they actually get to walk the exhibit and then there's usually vogue i think it's vogue.com does a whole series of little mini movies of celebrities in. it's pretty cool actually the way they edit it and produce it with some music and they do them kind of running or walking through the museum and looking at at all of the um the the exhibit and the fashion so let's get to the theme because i think that was the topic of controversy it was heavenly bodies fashion, and the Catholic imagination. <laughs> so it, definitely some controversy. Um, and I understand why. It's religion. It's like politics. There's always going to be controversy. But at the same time, I thought it, it was really beautiful. Um, I've, I've, I haven't gone yet, but of course, I've seen lots of the pieces. Both friends have been texting me, and I've seen images online. I kind of like to wait till the crowds die down, because the first couple of weeks, it's pretty crowded when you go. Um, And I do know that Andrew Bolton, who is the curator of this entire event, scored some really big pieces from the Vatican. I believe it took him something like 10 trips back and forth to visit, whether it was the Pope or the Pope's people. I don't know who it was, um, trying to secure pieces. And then he finally got, uh, I think he asked for four, I believe it was... Uh, this is a rough number. Something like he asked for four pieces and ended up with, like, 42 or something crazy. So They expected two pieces, and they ended up with a lot. So, wonderful. One of them was Pope Benedict's white silk cape that's embroidered with gold thread. Another one was the pointed bishop's hat of Pope Leo the, oh gosh, I'm not sure, the 8th maybe? Not sure which pope, but Pope Leo. Um, So these are all on display. There's really, really beautiful. If you don't look at it from a religious point of view, just strictly fashion, there are some incredible... Capes and robes and uh, you know uniforms, uh, so to speak, that are heavily embroidered. Some of them have taken women, you know, uh, three years to make, like sixteen women and working on one piece. And so from that aspect, it is incredible. Um, so of course, the red. Let's get to the red carpet. The red carpet was lots of angelic type gowns and outfits. <laughs> Some people went the dark route. And some people went, just just went, and kind of just wore a gown. But most people, there was lots of gold, there was lots of veils, lots of crosses, lots of capes, and lots of headpieces, and lots of headpieces that were kind of looked like a star, almost like a, very angelic on their heads. Um, so, uh, Bob, did you get to see any of this or hear
2: about this? <laughs> I saw some of it. Yes. Okay. And um, thoughts? Uh, well. I, th- I think the ones that were too much of a copy of the actual robe that a, uh, a priest or, or a bishop or something would wear, right. that kind of bothered me. Yes. But there was one like Amal Clooney's yes. was supposed to be reminiscent of um, stained glass windows. Yes. I thought that was a great approach. Yes. I like that very much.
1: So I 100% agree with you because, first of all, I was very excited by this theme. And then when I saw the red carpet, I was – Mildly disappointed by certain people's choices for that exact reason. I thought too costumey. It looks like you're imitating, you know, a, 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 someone, in, someone of the cloth. And I, that kind of bothered me, too. Yes. I'm with you. Yes. And too costumey. Like, it just looked like, well, I could go rent, you know, a pope's robe and wear it. As opposed to let me use this as inspiration. And and therefore, so my favorite was Bella Hadid. That was one of mine. Hers was very, sort of looked like, almost like stained glass, but kind of like angel wings done in like a watercolor. So her dress was probably one of my favorites. Oh, I'm sorry, not Bella Hadid. Her sister. I like both of them. This was Gigi I'm talking about. Okay. Gigi Hadid. Yes. Her sister was the opposite. She was in all black. And again i was like well i don't know but the more i looked at it it was extremely avant-garde and if you look at it from that point of view i thought okay i do like it it was all black patent leather bustier and then there were these big rounded exaggerating shoulders uh um, almost like a cape and then she had a really long black veil and it had some gold crosses in it i think i like the veil the best. Um, but yeah, my favorite was Gigi Hadid, and my other favorite was Amal Clooney, mm. and I also liked Amber Heard, the the model. She was in a red. She was one of the very few in red, and I thought, oh, that's an interesting choice of color, red. Um, because it is a color. If you look in church, if you if you want to look at it from a symbolic point of view, you could. If not, you could just say it's a great red dress on the red carpet. Uh, she was in Carolina Herrera, and she had a. Re- it was just beautiful. It was lots of layers. It looked like chiffon or something, some light material, and uh, she had a gold headpiece. Mm. And when you looked at the close-up picture of the headpiece, some people were, of course, saying it looked like gold zip ties. <laughs> but I didn't think that when I saw it. When when I looked closer, I thought. Oh, yeah, actually, I, I understand that. But immediately I thought looked very angelic to me. Um, so I did like some of the pieces. I didn't love Madonna. To me, it looked like Madonna circa 1987 when she did Like a Prayer or, you know, uh, uh, or, or yeah, like, that's the song I'm thinking of, Like a Prayer or, mm-hmm. or one of those um, songs from that time frame. And it was all black, but it was very Madonna at the same time. Maybe predictable. Maybe that's what it is that bothered me. Like, I expected her to be in Jean Paul Gaultier. She was in Gaultier. And I expected her to be in all black. She was in all black. I expected lots of crosses and ve- and lace and veils. She had all of that. Mm. So to me, it was a little expected and very, I feel like you did this 20 years ago, Madonna, or, or even longer. Yeah.
2: So. Um, and it was more. Um, it challenged us more when she did it th- then.
1: Right. Right, yeah. and more shock value. That's what I'm trying to yeah. say. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And for sure. Now we're just like, yeah, okay, we, we've yeah. seen you do this. And, and this is a little too, again, a little too literal, I thought. Mm. Um, yeah, I didn't like, the, there were some women, and I don't remember off the top of my head who, because most, this event, usually a designer picks an actress or a celebrity to walk with, to escort, and they dress them. That's the thing. So it's always a designer and a celebrity. And there were some people that I don't know if it was a designer or if it just was a friend or um, some maybe someone in the fashion industry, but it wasn't a famous face that I knew that would, was walking alongside of some of these women that were in full-blown, to me looked like a pope's costu- looked like a costume, a, pope, a pope's outfit yeah. or a priest. And I again, I didn't like that. I thought, well, first of all, it looks like either Halloween or almost like you're mocking it, the religion. I yeah, wasn't sure. Didn't
2: feel respect of the religion. Yes,
1: yes, Yes. I agree, I agree. Um, My other favorite was Blake Lively. Did you see her in the Crimson?
2: Don't remember.
1: She was in Versace. It was Crimson Bejeweled. I mean, it was absolutely stunning. To me, this looked like something that could be in uh, a, a... I'm thinking of this uh, – there was a miniseries that I was watching or a show called uh, Rain. It was, I think it's off the air now. To me, this looks like she could have been in that show straight off the, the, the runway um, of something very um, regal, reminiscent of you know Mary, Queen of Scots type of error to me. And it was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And then she had this little tiny beaded clutch, which you didn't notice the detail unless you looked. And, of course, I looked. And because I saw pictures and there was a, I scrolled in, there was this little beaded clutch that had her initials on it and that also had a cross in it. Apparently, it's something in her family. It had her name on it it and her initials on it. It was really beautiful. And she was just, you know, holding it. But you didn't notice it right away because, of course, the dress was incredible. Uh, really, really beautiful. So those were my favorites. Um, I kind of liked Kendall Jenner's take. You know, I always like to look at the models and what they choose. She looked very sort of um, angelic, like an angelic cloud. It was just white, and it was off the shoulder. Very soft. It almost looked like she was wrapped in ribbons or clouds. And then the pants were – it was white, a white top, white pants. And the pants were – um Fitted and then long in the back, they kind of trailed the trailed in the back, almost like little mini trains on both both feet. Which the, immediately I thought, um, okay, those pants are going to get really dirty <laughs> or ripped <laughs> or something. Uh, so those were some of my favorites, but I did think it was interesting, and I will be really excited to see. Um, the, the exhibit itself it is on display, so if anyone's interested it's on it will be up I believe it's through I think it's through the fall I want to say August September or something like that I know it goes all summer long, maybe even October um but again right now this first two weeks there's usually hordes of people and it's quite crowded and lots of large groups come to see it so I usually wait a couple of, if I don't go the first day like the moment the doors open, go in the morning, which is when you have to go, I usually will wait a couple of weeks. And I was out of town, on my way back into town when this happened. So um, I'm thinking of going. But that's my tip, by the way, if you go. Go really early.
2: I see. Yeah. But you're really early. Wow.
1: Yeah. You've got to go. And
2: in the beginning of the showing, as you, from what I just heard you say. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's better. Well, I mean, you could go in the summertime as well. But but then again, it depends on the day. Because summertime, no, there's lots of camps that go. Like big, large group or tour tour guides. Um, there's lots of that that happens. So now you're dealing with like large groups of people that are trying to move mm-hmm. about. And the exhibit isn't the whole museum. If it was, that would be different. It's, you know, a, it's, it's pretty a decent size. Um, I think this one might be one of the bigger ones too. So, but still, you're still relegated to a certain area Um, That you've got to get to Sometimes Usually It's in the past It's always been The first floor All the way to the back So you still have to Kind of get there And It's a bit chaotic I find it chaotic In the summer There's probably a day When it's less crowded I I would think Weekends I think Are just out I think no way
2: Are they open on Mondays?
1: I think they're closed On Mondays Uh I think that's the only day That the museum is closed Mm. Yeah I know it's closed a day I don't know if it's Monday Or Tuesday I feel like it's Monday but anyway, whatever time it opens, that's when I'm going. Because if you get in there first, you know, be, like before noon, let's say, before 11, that's usually pretty good. And me, if I go, especially if I go with a friend of mine or even if I go by myself, I, it's, you know, it's like I'm working. I'm in. I know what I want to see. I'm t- photographing, taking pictures. I'm moving about quickly, and I'm out of there. <laughs> Very, like, yeah. And I, I mean, I take my time and look at what I want to look at, of course. But um, I'm usually pretty, pretty quick to move through. I hate crowds. That's the thing. I really do. Well, the
2: crowds make it very hard to see everything like you would like to.
1: Yeah. And to get up. And you usually want to read what the plaque is or what what the the exhibit you're looking at. And so, yeah, it makes it difficult and so on. So I'm curious to know because there's usually always a gift shop at the end of the exhibit. I'm curious to know what they're going to be selling. Mm. (laughs) I'm like, hmm, that will be – I mean, again, it has to be done right. Otherwise, it's going to feel – I don't know. So – when I go, I'll make sure I report back. Anyway, so I thought this was a very interesting um, t- uh, theme this year. Um and again, slightly surprised by some people's choices, didn't agree with it, and and pleasantly surprised by others. Um, you know, I also feel like this particular event kind of sets the tone going forward for a lot of, um, I don't want to say trends, but a lot of influences that we'll see throughout the year. There'll be different things. And not so, uh, more subtle, not not hopefully subtle, not so um, obvious. It doesn't mean that there's going to be crosses on everything. Um, and again, I like I like like what you brought up, Bob. Amal Clooney's outfit was you know stained glass. That was to me it was absolutely stunning, beautiful. I also like Donatella Versace's uh, outfit. It was very her, you know mm-hmm. it 's certainly not something I could pull off funny th- funny enough though she 's only five two which is exactly what i am and I thought wow she 's a little tiny woman, and she really had this ensemble on, but also I feel like that 's her she, It would be weird if she wore something subtle or simple. So um, she had, you know, knee boots on that look look like they were velvet. I don't know if they were velvet or leather. Fully encrusted, jeweled, bejeweled boots. And um, a lot of shorter in the front, longer in the back dresses. I did see a lot of that, that high-low. I thought, oh, is that coming back again? I mean, that's so soon, I should say. Uh, But she did it and knocked it out of the park. I thought she looked fantastic. And uh, very, very jeweled, encrusted, and lots of embroidery, which, you know, I always love. So that is my take on the Met Ball. Uh, We're going to take a really quick break and we come back. We're going to continue with spring fashion. Stay with us on 1490 WGCH.
0: Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Adcorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. Adcorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do.
1: Welcome back to Fashion Friday. Okay, so red carpets and fashion shows give us lots of inspiration, as I said. We'll see going forward, I mean, we've seen lots of these types of events, we'll see things trickling into the fashion world. And again, more some things more subtle than others, you know, it it doesn't mean you've got to run out and wear lots of crosses and things like that. But just like the color of the year, okay, was a good example. They're calling it ultraviolet. I always want to call it lavender because to me it looks like lavender. But um, ultraviolet. I've seen it pretty much everywhere now, and I've seen so many different shades. So it's um, something that you can you can try or not. You can try in small doses. It could be in a pattern, and hey, it's maybe blues and and lavenders and purples mixed in, and it's not like you're wearing head to toe purple. Um so it's the same thing with red carpet events and fashion shows you see different things you can try i thought i love the fact that this whole event was about things that are embroidered. To me, that was my takeaway. Beautiful pieces that are obviously um, more neutral in color. I mean, you're not going to go there and see lots of pink and yellow and red. You're going to see more blacks, creams. That's sort of, you know, what um, people of the cloth would wear. But you are going to see a lot of embroidery, especially things that are from the past. Lots of gold, um, lots of probably jeweled encrusted things I did see. So now here's what happens. Let me back up. So specific designers get to send pieces to the Met. So it's not just all religious pieces you're going to see. So Versace will have, I'm sure, lots of pieces in there. Valentino, so on and so forth. Lots of designers will now send pieces. Well, they're not necessarily going to look religious, quote-unquote, or Catholic, quote-unquote. They're going to be – they could be something that is inspired by. So it could be I, – I saw one jacket someone posted. It was a little short black bolero, almost looked very mad like to me and it was completely jewel encrusted so it had all these like beautiful rubies and emeralds on it so that's a perfect example so that was and i don't remember who the designer was it might have been versace but that's a perfect example of what you're going to see it is fashion a fashion exhibit it's just that this the theme happens to be um you know of the heavenly bodies the the yeah, Catholic, sorry, Catholic imagination. So you will see different pieces from different designers. I think what happens is they go into their archives. I think some pieces are specially made for this event, and other pieces they may have, oh, hey, I had something that I made in 1982, and you know they pull it out of the archives and they send it to the Met. So that's basically what happens. That's what you'll see. And you'll see things that will not look, quote, unquote, catholic or religious you will like i said you will see things that are just beautifully embroidered pieces gowns dresses um you will see lots of that as well so definitely worth seeing um make a day of it like i said get there early if you're gonna go and then maybe go have a great lunch or in a great part of manhattan on the upper east side so um so th- that being said red carpet's fashion shows i feel like that gives us inspiration and and it's spring it's time to change up the wardrobe if you haven't already and a great time to shop your closet and i think i think one thing to do is think of ways. Here's a couple of tips I'm going to say. Think of ways to rework your favorite pieces. And I feel like by watching all these shows and events and red carpets, that's a great way to say, you might say, oh, I've got something that looks like that or similar to that or I like that silhouette. Let's maybe see how I can rework it and wear it. This is going to save you time, save you money, obviously. And, And then I think you can always add something new or something uh, like an updated classic to your wardrobe, I think these are these are things of way to ways to go when you're um, changing seasons, and we're kind of changing our wardrobe somewhat, or or soon we'll be changing our wardrobe completely. But we're kind of in the spring phase. I feel like we're into short sleeves and lighter jackets. Um, so I think that's an easy way: shop your closet first, and then pull out. Because a lot of these trends, first of all, if you haven't noticed, trends aren't like here for one season. I feel like that used to be the way, unless it's super, super, super trendy and something like really short-lived, most of the things now designers are doing, they're meant to go a few seasons. They're meant to go through, you know, several years. They're meant to cross over from spring to summer or fall to winter. So... And I think that that's the way people shop. No, no one I know, anyway, shops a complete new wardrobe in spring, a complete new wardrobe in summer, a complete – usually it's, you know, you're mixing and matching and going from, from year to year. So I was just thinking about what I was wearing, and I thought <clears throat> every, nothing I have on today is new. But yet, a few pieces I have on are on trend. So, you know, I've had these things for a few years now. So I thought about that. And so the best way to do this is shop your closet. And then, like I said, layer in something new or maybe it's um, something more of an updated classic. So, for example, a trench coat. This is a great staple to have. I always talk about this here on the show. But maybe you want it in sort of um, a new color, or maybe it's a deconstructed version. There's so many different types of trench coats now. It used to be you get beige, you get black. Maybe you get red. That would be like stepping out of the box. And I've seen trench coats done in every possible color. I've seen them with pattern. I've seen them in check. I've seen them um, deconstructed. I've seen leather patches on them, lace, embroidery. I think I've seen it all. Um, So that's a good example of something. So maybe you say, well, I have a trench. It's old. It's, you know, still works, but maybe let's update it. Try it in a new color. Uh, Same thing with sandals. This is sandal season, ladies, open toe season. Um, So break out the sandals. But maybe this year you try something with a different heel. Maybe you try something in a metallic. Um, Same thing can be said for a handbag. So these are different ways. But I always say start with shopping your closet. And then you want to layer in some new things. So having said that, I want to talk about a couple of things that I'm loving for spring. So now you've shopped your closet. You're, you see what you have. You're going to rework something old. I'm ge- I'm giving everybody homework. <laughs> you're going to rework something old, and then you're going to layer in something new. And here's what my suggestions are. So easy peasy things. These, these three things are very easy. First of all, I'm loving woven or raffia style bags. I love this. And I think I talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the show, how I I wrote about this on the blog, I know. It used to be only a vacation type of bag. So a little straw bag. It could be a little clutch. It could be a tote with a handle. But it's something smaller. And it used to be my vacation bags. I even have a little place in my closet, a shelf, that's separate from all the other bags. And those are my vacation bags. Now I'm going to those bags and using them with jeans when I'm not on vacation. I thought, why not? I, I love them. I, I like the look of maybe a little... A blouse a summery blouse a pair of jeans a pair of espadrilles and a straw bag how cute is that it works and it doesn't have to be just for vacation and to me they were always vacation bags and I think most people would would agree so little woven straw raffia bags again another thing lots of styles out there I've been seeing um I was in anthropology the other day and they had a really cool and they called it the birdcage bag it looked like a birdcage but it was made of like Kind of like a woven raffia around metal, the, me- the base of it was metal, and then it was kind of woven all around. but when you held it, it kind of looked like the shape of a bird cage. <laughs> it was really cute, I have to say, different. I didn't buy it by the way. <laughs> um, the other thing I'm loving are chunky futuristic sneakers bob is a good example of them <laughs> for both men and women by the way um and and uh in different colors and bob took my advice and now has a great pair of red sneakers that i love um i also bought a pair of chunky futuristic sneakers that are very odd but i'll tell you they are a conversation piece and they are super comfortable and i love them and then the third thing are belt bags so not to be mistaken with a fanny pack Belt bags are back. This is the new name, and they're and they're a little bit more sleek. They're actually a nicer shape. I I wore. I have two now, and very useful. You know, useful travel. You're raising an eyebrow, Bob. Well, I don't <laughs> get
2: the distinction. Uh, How is it not like a fanny pack?
1: It is. It is the same exact function of a fanny pack, but it looks different. So now they're more like either square or oblong. Because or, I
2: think I own one of those already that I was picturing as something to go camping with. You know, because it would carry a lot of stuff on, yes, on your waist.
1: Yeah. It is the exact same function. You wear it around your waist. But now they're making it so the the uh, straps are interchangeable. You could buy different color straps and click them on. And you can make it a little longer and actually wear it. I wore it over my shoulder cross body. I've done that too. Yes.
2: Because and it's easier to take on and off when I have it like that. Yes.
1: And the fanny pack or the belt bag is actually almost under your arm. Not under your arm, but almost like at your rib cage. And then I have a smaller one that's just – it almost looks like a wallet on a belt. It's smaller. It's literally like a wallet. And that's for obviously one I'm just carrying. But I love them. I have one in brown camel suede, and the other one is leather with like a rainbow strap.
2: Well, mine's forest green, like most camping equipment.
1: (laughs) Exactly. True and authentic. (laughs) Well, I'm loving them. There's lots of – again, it's reinvented, so – Go out there and try it. Step out of the box. Try something new. All right. On that note, I've got to run. In the upcoming weeks, we're going to be talking about vacation packing. You won't want to miss it on 1490 WGCH.
2: Queen, Jean,
0: Kelly, for the stare. Ginger Rogers, dance on air. They had style. They had
1: grace. Rita Hayworth gave good faith. Lauren, Catherine, Manitou. Betty Davis, we love you. Ladies with an attitude. Fellas that were in
0: the mood. Don't just Get to it, strike the
2: pose. There's nothing to it. Ooh. Ooh, you've got to let your body move to the music. Ooh, you've got to
1: just let your body
2: go with the flow. Ooh, you've got to go, go, go. go.
0: You're listening to the station you grew up with, 1490 WGCH Greenwich. Summit planning. Senator McCain belittled. I'm John Trout. President Trump's summit with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un is set June 12th in Singapore. The State Department's Heather Nauert on U.S. strategy.
1: We think we are on the right footing, we are on the right track, but still we go into this clear-eyed
0: and realistic. White House aide Kelly Sadler said Senator John McCain's opposition to Gina...